explore, discover, create, innovate. They call me Doc. I'm Kappa. Welcome to Thinkerland. Kappa, Kappa, good morning, sir. Good, good morning. morning, Doc. How's your day off to? You know what, man? It's doing fantastic. As always, my uh, alarm went off at 5 a.m. I do my standard uh, snooze on two different occasions. Each snooze is nine minutes. So at 5.18, I sit there and I go, all right. You don't want to get up. No, no, seriously. <laughs> no, like, double snooze, like, man. That's, yeah, double that's snooze. Standard. That's a standard. But then I always say to myself, you don't want to get up, and that's why you're going to, because this is how you face the day. This is how you accomplish great things. You know, the tallest mountains with the greatest view, guess what? They're the steepest. There you go. There right? There you go. And that's why there are umpteen people on the molehills. There's not <laughs> even space on the hill. Nah, nah, they're, they're on each but other. But at the top of that highest peak, there are very few people. Clear and, view. And that's what I'm always trying to reach to is that top of that highest peak. And I think dedicating myself to getting up around 5 a.m. I don't want to claim 5 a.m. The alarm ish. goes like off at 5. Ish. Right, right, right. <laughs> But so I we also, got another morning one here. Uh, what, 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 are we, what are we talking about? I know we got a short window. Well, What's I tell you, on? man, one thing I like to do is when I wake up in the morning, I, I think about what I'm preparing for through the day. I do my deep diaphragmatic breaths as I'm laying there, and I think, and I sort of just very, very quickly lay out my day. And the one thing I knew I was going to do is I always head to the gym in the mornings, usually Tuesdays and Thursdays. I switched up Tuesday and Wednesday with the wife so we could come here and podcast this morning. Okay. And typically, I always listen to motivational speeches when I'm in the gym. You doing a home gym? Like, what are we talking no, about No, no, man. I'm, I'm going to, to um, BJ Penn's UFC gym hey, here in Gila, Hawaii. Shout out to you guys. UFC. They did a fantastic job putting that gym together, man. I really enjoy going in there. But I always put in my earbuds... Um, motivational speeches. I don't listen to, to music. I want to be motivated through my day to get my day started. But this morning, I listened to... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yes, I listened to exit polls and opinions and um, you know different takeaways from the New Hampshire primary that happened yesterday. Because I really wanted to hear what Trump had to say after his speech, I wanted to hear what Haley had to say. Actually, before and after the, the the primary votes, I wanted to hear them both. I also want to hear what the pundits had to say. I wanted to hear, I wanted to listen again to Ron DeSantis give his speech of why he dropped out. I also wanted to listen to uh, Vivek Ramaswamy to see what he had to say or what his reaction would be. Mm. And so, um, so I really try to prepare for this morning. As much as we prepare for these things, right? Yeah, so for, for those who've been living under a rock, you know, um, we, we covered a few past debates, but, uh, you know, here we are now. Uh, the uh, primaries have kicked off. Absolutely. Uh, so far, there's been a uh, Iowa caucus and a uh, initial uh, first in the country primary. Yes, in New with New Hampshire. Absolutely. Cool. Absolutely, man. And and I will echo sort of what you what you said right before we turn the microphone on is, uh, well, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to speak for you. Wh- what did you say right before we turn the microphone on, brother? Uh, why are we here in the morning, <laughs> you know, in, instead of, you know, our, our comfy beds talking about the presidential the, the presidential race here in particular you know we've been focusing our, our microscopes on the uh, re- republican candidates yes and um you know, i'm i'm over it so I, so why are we allocating our precious time to this i feel you man you know i i would i can only speak for myself and uh maybe some of our listeners feel the same way but as an american it is my responsibility to be politically aware of the direction that our country has is going and which direction could it possibly lead based on our leadership? 
And while I am only one vote, I talk to people about these things all the time. And either I can answer questions, I can influence folks, and I, by being more informed, have some ability to move the country in the direction that we go. Now, can, I, can my one vote make a difference? Absolutely not. But can all Americans who stay well-informed, who are politically astute, who are invested in their future, can we move our, our country in the direction it's supposed to? 100% we can. And the mistake that we have made is we sit on our asses with our hands clutching our butt cheeks. Expecting somebody else to do it. Expecting someone else to lead us. Yeah. We have too many people choose the persona of a sheep expecting the sheep herder to lead us in the direction that we're supposed to go. And all we end up voting for are wolves. And so I think it's very important as Americans that we start to change this because our votes do count, but they only count if we remain politically astute, if we are educated about the topics that are going on. And once again, you and I have pointed out from the beginning of covering this presidential race, particularly with Republicans, neither one of us are Republicans. And have no intention of voting for a Republican because of their views and because of the direction that they want to take this country, right? You know, on that point, yes, sir. You know, I, I think one vote can count, mm-hmm. but I think a more interesting topic for me, you know, rather than focusing on the Republican candidates themselves yeah. and, and listing their inadequacies, because there are a many, <laughs> yes, indeed, is, is kind of pulling back the layers and, and looking at how our elections are set up and honesty, you know, in, in my preparation for this podcast today, I, I, I had learned that mm-hmm. New Hampshire is an, uh, an open primary. Like, yep. oh, what, what does that even mean? Right. You know, so, so I, I wanted to kind of investigate that and, and compare it to Hawaii's standards for their elections and under, understand the the delegate count and, okay. and you know okay. the whole electoral college and in the end i've come to find out that one vote means jack shit <laughs> jack shit <laughs> the system is set up right now to be controlled by these delegates and these delegates are often nominated by the two party system in charge indeed. i mean I, I, how many places actually allow independents to jump in and and to vote on either side for the best candidate regardless of what party they're in new hampshire is one of the few yeah that's what i found out and that's why i found out this was nikki haley's best shot at punching trump in the gut okay unfortunately she tickled him she she did she did tickle his balls just a little bit you know but i would say this she had a very strong showing she had an amazing showing with women. So she beat Trump in regard to women. She beat Trump in regard to independents. Mm-hmm. She beat Trump in regard to white upper class voters. With college degrees. With college degrees, man. What she did not beat him with, and this is, this is his base, is the blue collar worker. And unless a Republican starts speaking to that class, Trump will always have that power over them. Because they are frustrated, they feel disillusioned, they are upset, and for some reason, what he says resonates with them. Even though he is a billionaire who, has, who grew up with a silver spoon, who understands nothing about their struggles whatsoever, you know? He dodged his military service, mm. you know, when he was younger. His daddy helped him out and gave him a million-dollar loan. Mm. And even at his worst point, he was able to claim bankruptcy or not pay the people he owed. 
that is not a blue cat, blue, blue, blue collar. I apologize. Blue collar, collar. What's wrong with my voice this morning? Working class position. Yeah. But that is who they see as their champion because there is no one else champion these folks. I mean, but I think that that sentiment is followed across all lines. You know, like I feel that uh, even though majority of the time I identify as a Democrat, yeah, I really don't want Joe Biden running. I don't want him. Yeah, I, I don't want to have that option. Right. You know, I I really would like a a more open primary. Right. You know, I I was looking at Hawaii's standards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and. and you, I believe, can have an open general election here. You know, I, yeah. I think you can, um, you know, vote for whichever the, the final candidates are. But similarly, when it comes to the primary, you have yeah. to vote along your party, party lines, lines only. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and, and that right there, I think, just creates barriers. Yes. I should be able to put my vote towards whoever I think the best person is for the job, regardless of where I I align myself. Listen, man, as, as much as I believe in democracy and I believe in, in each vote counts, I cannot argue with you. Um, there is no shame in your game in how you are putting this out there. And you're absolutely right. The system is pimped to work for these two parties. Mm-hmm. And they are able to squash any sort of other candidates who would potentially bring a challenge to Biden. And you can see what's happening with Nikki Haley. Yeah. You know, where Trump has not even had to participate in the debates. He has not even had to defend his position against other possible candidates, and he is still in the lead. You know, so it really is something else, but only by our political participation and getting the right people in there do we ever have a chance of changing this. So you have to keep knocking down on the door if you're going to break it off the hinges. You're 100% right. You, You cannot sit there and go, well, the system doesn't work for me, Screw this. I'm out of here. All you suck. No, man, because it's still going to affect you. You have to participate. And you just, you know, a good buddy of mine, Dr. Hart Miller, shout out to Hart Miller. Hey, hey. He told me once, he goes, every day charge the wall. And I was like, why? He's like, because the wall is there. So charge it. And I was like, got it. Absolutely. You know, so we have to keep charging the wall of participating politically, because if not, you don't participate. Those who do make all the decisions. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I do think it's important that we keep talking about this. I would love to do another podcast about the history of our political system and better explain exactly what you're bringing up. Because I think that's a very, very important point because most people don't understand about the Electoral College. We don't realize that every single state has a different way of doing it. And what are those definitions of a primary versus a caucus and, and which states lean which ways? And how Trump had won the presidency and yet he didn't get the, the, the popular vote. Right. And he still know, won. And he still won. Votes. How yeah. did that yeah. happen? Right. We can touch on Absolutely. that. And how did the Electoral College come out? Yeah. Because it was protecting the power of rich white males. Right. But we can talk about all that. So let's but let's just break it down because we're going to start clinical in a while. So what happened in New Hampshire? So what happened in New Hampshire is, you know, Nikki Haley had a very, very strong showing. Um, you know, against someone as powerful who has such a hold on the Republican Party as Donald Trump. She came out with 43.3% of the votes where Donald Trump had 54.4%. So he did beat her by, what is this, 11.1% of the votes where 0.7% went to Ron DeSantis. And actually Chris Christie, who dropped out even sooner than Ron DeSantis, got 0.4%. 
Mm. Right. Mm. Um, so it's going to be very interesting. A couple things that I'm, I'm curious about is when is Chris Christie going to throw his support behind a particular candidate? Because we know it's not going to be Trump. So at some point it has to be Nikki Haley. And maybe this is that that that, you know, across the across the field, long throw that he needs to throw out to Nikki Haley to give her those few percentages. Now, is 0.4% going to give a lot? No, but he could get on the stump and start sort of supporting her, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Ron DeSantis, on the other hand, Mm. has again showed himself to be lacking of courage um, by dropping out of the race after he said he wasn't, and then immediately getting on stage, not even at the invitation of Trump, but independently, did not even inform the Trump organization he was going to do this, throw his support behind Trump. After even like 72 hours prior to that, saying how Trump was unfit, how he didn't complete the wall, how he didn't keep his promises. And then you throw your support behind that person who you said you could be a better president than then. I mean, just absolutely ridiculous. It just shows once again how you and I felt about Ron DeSantis, that he was lacking of courage and that he didn't have the oomph to be a great leader. I certainly would have hoped that he would have uh, put his support behind Nikki Haley, you know, especially uh, given the respect for her to show up and participate in these debates right. to to look him in the eye and contradict his points of view. You know, really, uh, he he shouldn't have catered to Trump. You know, well, you're talking about the the establishment. You know, that that's a big right. thing with, with with Republicans right now going against the establishment. Right. I mean, Trump is the establishment the establ- now. He, he exactly, he exactly he is him. the establishment. He is once again, he is the billionaire born with a silver spoon in his mouth who has never had to suffer or work hard. There has not ever been oil or dirt or grime under this man's fingernails. I mean, he has he, had pedicures throughout his life Democrat and manicures. for the longest. Absolutely. You know, and then un- switched, until finally he switched over. I mean, nothing wrong with switching. I get it. I, I, get, I get it. Absolutely. You know, I, I've contemplated it as well when I heard candidates saying some, some great talking points. Right. But, you know, ultimately he, he did it to serve his own agenda. And he continues to serve his own agenda. I was listening to um, a political pundit this morning, and what he pointed out was you have to listen to Trump. All he talks about is the past and himself. You want a candidate who talks about you and the future and what their candidacy is going to do for you moving forward. He said you have to listen to that. But I think once again, I think – his supporters are just so frustrated, man. It's that blue collar worker. It's that blue collar worker who went out in the deepest of the snow and the worst of the storms to go cast a vote for this man. It's the folks who will wait out for three hours standing just to hear him speech. That is a blue collar worker. They have been struggling and working hard all their lives. So that is just another term of working hard for them. They don't quit. They don't give up. And unless Nikki Haley goes after this voter block, she is not going to walk away with the Republican nomination. Listen, is it going to be very difficult for her to get it? 100% it will. Are the odds stacked against her? Absolutely. But things can happen through hard work. That is what you believe in as a blue-collar worker. I can outwork this tragedy. I can outwork this struggle. All I got to do is put my nose down to the grind. I was listening to an interview with um, Anthony Scaramucci, mm. who for a short period of time worked for the Trump Organization. And what he said is, you know, Nikki Haley or these Republican candidates aren't looking at this like an entrepreneur. Go after new voters. Go after the disenfranchised. Don't sit there and say, well, I'm an alternative to Trump because then you're just comparing yourself to Trump. Show yourself as an independent Republican who is offering something completely different. 
and figure out what that is so you can make sure you offer to those people. Because sometimes, man, I do think a lot of those blue collar workers are voting for Trump holding their nose because they're like, this is the only person who speaks for us. I would love someone else to speak for us. Because remember, man, dude, he only got 54.4%. So yeah. there is still a field of people out there. The, the projections who, who, were saying 20 points he was going to beat 100%, her by. 100%, man. So this is, you know, he won, but this is not a landslide victory. This does not lock in the Republican nomination for him. Nikki Haley does have a chance. And, you know, she's going to South Carolina where she was the former governor. If she gets her boots on the ground and if her team does the work of getting those independent voters, those brand new voters, working to take away some of that blue collar worker class, looking to speak more to the minorities and understand where they're coming from. Now, she didn't mess that up by saying the United States has never been a racist country. Oh, yeah. No, she I mean, sister, that. listen, that, that, you know, and what that was, man, is she was trying to throw a fishing line to Trump supporters with that stupid statement. Yeah. That, that statement has no historical fact whatsoever. You could say the United States was a racist country without being anti-American. We're just talking about history. Yes, let's move forward. This is not 1619 anymore. This is not 1865 anymore. We can move forward, but we have to be very honest about the past. You know, we have to say, yeah, Robert E. Lee was not an American hero. He was an anti-hero. He was against the union. He went against his own country. That is not saying that I crap on the past. That is saying this is true historical value. Yeah. Now let's all move forward because yeah. I can't go back five seconds. No, no use trying to go back 50, 150, 200 years, right? So they need to get their boots on the ground. They need to try to work with the electorate that they can win. There are certain people who will die for Trump. We see that already. But I don't think the majority of people would. I think they're simply looking for a messenger who can represent them, and her having been a first-generation American, her being a woman, her technically being a brown woman, you know, um, she has the ability to reach across those lines and really speak to people. And I hope that her team recognizes that and they can get out there. Because am I in, do I want Nikki Haley to be president? No, not particularly. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden, absolutely. I think... His vision of the United States and what we're winning right now with the economy improving, jobs increasing, minority employment at an all-time high. Um, Inflation went up, but it is going back down again. Yes, he is way too old. He's 81. He'll be 82 at the election. I don't like that whatsoever. But I do definitely dislike a Trump presidency more. And I tell you, man, people in the United States have amnesia. They don't recognize or you have to remember how horrible those four years were from 2016 to 2020. You know, gassing protesters to walk to a church to take a picture holding a Bible upside down. I mean, you know, like you cannot look past those things. And once again, I'm not trying to live in the past, but I think he is not bringing anything new to the table. He is going to be the same person, if not worse. One thing you had said is, um, I think echoed across, you know, the entire country is once again, we find ourselves in an election where you're not voting for who you like. Right. You're voting. You're against. voting for who you like less. You no, know, like listen, I, you know, hundred percent. I'm going for Joe. Yes. Because I don't care for Trump. Yes. You know, that's our problem. Yeah. Let's get some strong candidates out there that we love, that we want, yeah. not these SOBs. And and let's pray that we never end up repeating this again. Because I was watching uh, Saturday Night Live, and I mean, this just basically repeated 2020. 
and nobody ever thinks, let's play that back again, Mm -hmm. right? We were coming out of a Trump presidency in which he showed extreme political weakness internationally. Mm -hmm. He threatened to take us out of the United Nations. His failure to support Ukraine is one of the reasons they're in this issue right now. He lied about the severity of COVID at the same time, got himself a COVID shot, but he said it was just a flu. You know, and if we can remember, over 1 million Americans died from COVID. That is more Americans than all of our uh, wars put together. Yeah. You know, so we have to remember what sort of presidency this was and do we want to repeat it again? And once again, would I vote for Biden against other potential Democratic candidates? No, I wouldn't. But will I vote for Biden over Trump? 100%. Because I think the Trump presidency is so dangerous. Now, what's interesting is when they put Nikki Haley against Biden and she wipes him. She, she takes him out, man. You know, so maybe Biden does want Trump to come up there because Trump, Biden will probably end up beating Donald Trump because so many people vote against him. But we shall see, man. We shall see how it goes. But once again, I, I think having a conversation about our political system and really educating our listeners about it, I think that would be a great topic for next time. Cool. Absolutely. All right, sir. Um, any last words for our listeners before we take off in regard to this Republican presidential race? Now, speaking to you, Nikki, don't pull a Ron. Yes. You know, stick Stay it in. out. Stay I, in, I, I know it's going to be tough, uh, especially with the fact that South Carolina is a full month away. Yeah. Who knows what is yeah. going to come out of, you know, the, the, the Trump candidacy? Who knows what they're going to throw her away? Absolutely. Take those punches and keep on marching. Don't be a coward like Ron. I agree. Go for the long game because you truly are fighting for the soul of the United States. Do I agree with everything that you say? Absolutely not. If it's you and Biden, am I going to vote for Biden? 100%. But you are our last hope to shut down the Trump sort of uh, fireball comet that's looking to blast us yeah. and and cause another cataclysm here in the United States and potentially internationally. So stick with, with, with it, Nikki. Um, I think that you have mad courage. Um, you are not a Ron DeSantis and I don't think that you ever would be. And Ron is gone. Oh, very quickly. Vivek Ramaswamy. Mr. Oh. Potato Head. Oh yeah. Wasn't he on his How, knees during New Hampshire? Oh my Jesus. How quickly could he jump up on stage to hand job Donald Trump. We knew it was coming. Dude, he is begging for that VP position. Shamelessly. He is he is probably delivering Donald Trump's McDonald's every single morning, knocking on his back door, sitting in the corner until he is spoken to. I mean, it is just that is also very very shameful because mm-hmm. he was also on stage talking about how he was a better candidate. And the moment he was showed that America doesn't want anything to do with you. He jumped on the Donald Trump train and cannot wait to get up on stage, you know, and, and say something positive about your daddy. Mm-hmm. It, that Ron DeSantis and Vivek Ramaswamy, thank goodness that you dropped out because neither one of you have the presidential potential to lead this country with courage, forethought, historical significance, anything, anything. Good riddance to you both. Yes. Absolutely. But- Go, Nikki. Let's see how you're doing. And our next podcast will most likely be about our political position. All right, sir. Everyone have a wonderful day. Kappa, I think we're out of here, brother. Aloha. This is Kappa, a hui ho, and that's a wrap. And this is Doc. See you next time. Think or laugh.